The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water, Global Warming, and Your Health. Your health is so important to you, no one else, although the ecosystem will prove to you that what ecosystems mean, that if you're healthy, you'll affect others around you. So I guess what I should say is you need to be proactively concerning yourself about thinking about being healthy, learning more, keep being reminded we do all forget, we're busy people, about how to stay healthy and some of the things that we need to be reminded about that mean uh, something, uh, common sense. But my part of it is with this show is concentrating on the value of water on earth. As many years ago, I learned that the value of water was not taken serious. Yes, it was not taken serious. And many years ago, I found that yes, we should be drinking an enormous amount of water every day, all of us, we should take our showers and our bath serious. A shower rinses you, but a bath detoxifies you. So there's a difference between the two. And then getting into using waters for more than irrigation and, and uh, our steam irons and more. It's a very serious topic today, waters of the world, and that's what this show is about. Now what we're going to try to learn about today, and think of yourself coming to the classroom to visit with us and listening to us talk. And as you're listening to us talk and reminding you of some different things about your health, different very serious symptoms, uh, ideas, and thinking uh, about what you can learn to be a better person, healthier person. Today we have Nancy Yonley Coleman. Nancy's going to be discussing with us. We've had her on before about uh, senior citizen management and consulting. But today we're going to be talking to Nancy about one of the dearest things to my heart and to her heart is uh, consulting, uh, uh, learning more about Save a Child's Life Foundation, which is a sponsor, and discussing the Melanoma Monday, which was last Monday. Uh, as you know, we had technical problems, and we couldn't have her. But Melanoma Monday last night and the proclamation that was granted in southern Oregon, Grants Pass, Oregon, on Save a Child's Life and Recognize Melanoma in Time in Children. Nancy will be our first guest. Our second guest is Mitch Rothholtz, and he's in Washington, D.C., with Chief of Staff with the American Pharmacy Association, 55,000 um, members, discussing immunization and the role of a pharmacist. And, of course, as you know, that means viruses, the flu, year-round ones. And, of course, that will include our um, H1N1, I will call it the swine flu that you've been hearing about, uh, learning more about some tips on that, too. Uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed, uh, uh, the natural method of moisturizing the eye because every five seconds somebody's going blind because of dry eyes. A lot of people don't know that they ha are having difficulties. It's because the air is dry and you're dry. We'll listen to Nature Sears Eye Mist, our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Nancy Coleman. Mm -hmm. 
Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, The Power of Water, Global Warming, and Your Health. Dehydration is a very serious topic, overlooked by the world. Scientists all over the world are learning that dry air causes flu. Well, why would dry air cause the flu? Because of dehydration. The moment you were born, you entered in the air you breathe, you left that pocket of water and you entered into air. The air began to absorb out of you all the moisture level that you had at that moment and life began. And that's something we're going to be discussing today with melanoma is that when you're living in a dry air life, everywhere you go is your choice of where you're going to be and how you're, what you're doing with your health, what you're learning is what are we going to do about what's happening with melanoma of the skin and melanoma of the eyes. Nancy, are you with us? I am, Sharon. Good morning. Well, thank you for doing this. It's a pleasure. Yeah, you have a world of information to offer, and you've been in uh, healthcare management uh, for most all your adult life, and so you're the perfect one to discuss because you've worked with the young and you've worked with the senior citizens in retirement and... and um, uh, nursing home centers. Uh, tell us about why you chose uh, Save a Child's Life today as your topic. Well, Save a Child's Life is one of the missions as, as a healthcare uh, promoter that I've chosen because it, of the prevention aspect. I've um, worked with so many facets of. Um, I, I, I went into nursing for health and I ended up working primarily in treatment and I worked at the health department for 10 years. Um, I worked with a wellness, uh, it was called at that time Wellness 2000 program as a wellness um, instructor, uh, educator, promoter, motivator and um, all of those things, every aspect I still found myself working more with the treatment aspect than prevention. Mm -hmm. So at this point, I've chosen uh, especially pediatric or childhood melanoma because that's, there's so much hope. Um, and so I'm, I'm focusing on, uh, I know how hard it is. I know that very well. I've worked in this field for long enough to understand that habit is overcome by habit. Now, when you're talking children, save a child's life, uh, recognize melanoma in time. Uh, in your statistics, what are you learning about the increase of children getting melanoma? A lot of people don't think of children getting melanoma. Uh, is there an increase happening? Well, there is an increase happening, and we've uh, narrowed our the educational part, the primary focus, not limited, but focused on uh, 
children, and our target group is like the preschool from five to eight years old because the increase is being seen at this I'm point. I'm glad you started with age five because, you know, recently when we were on the news, uh, a little three-year-old was missing, and his, the little three-year-old had instincts to do some certain things to survive. And the three-year-old was found a few days later. We're finding now that children who are five years old and older are very brilliant, smart little people. Yes, and, they're, uh, they're so, ready to absorb a right. lot of information. And unfortunately, when I say that, and I use the word unfortunate, they are spongy, they're like sponges, and they're yeah. absorbing, and that means they're absorbing uh, from their environment mm -hmm. uh, and the communications media is um, is imminent. I mean, it's immediate. Whatever happens in the world is out there for this little sponge to start absorbing. I'm glad you that said the word little sponge because that's exactly what I was describing is the importance of our show is people to understand that the world of our life, our life has been surrounded by water and nothing but and the earth is, organism is with it, and life on earth, the species of earth, homo, the humans, is with it. People aren't realizing at the moment you're born, you left the pocket of water, and that sponge begins to deplete. That's our life cycle. And here's this little one being born into a drier environment, a brand new baby, and people, are they, t are they taking home uh, information about watching the skin and watching for the future of uh, certain diseases on the skin? Well, uh, from our focus, and that's what I really want to keep going, is uh, what, we, what we are doing and what we can do. Uh, as an example, on Melanoma Monday, uh, we were able to disseminate through Head Start approximately information to approximately 300 children, and that's the preschool, the four-, five-, six-year-old person. Mm -hmm. uh, we were able to work with the Montessori school. Mm -hmm. We're working, and that's one of the reasons why I think... So your group went into the Head Start group? Yes. You went into the Montessori groups? And we're also following up with all of the other um, groups that, and there are many in this community, as in every community. Mm -hmm. So you have, you know, again, you're, you have the possibility of effectiveness because you can reach out through so many more to so many more. Mm -hmm. And so by working with and through the instructors and the, the actual, uh, all of the folks that are working, you get to the parents, you get to the children, mm -hmm. and that's um, that's, a raise, that's raising awareness, and every time awareness is raised, you have another glimmer of hope um, that can that someone is going to be ready to hear and respond to the information that they have received. I think we could almost call that eco-friendly because we're learning a lot about what ecosystems mean and the effect of them on uh, each other. And it's kind of like going over the forest, and what's affecting the forest is what's going on in the ecosystem. And it's the same thing with the human species, is that when you're learning more, and which one will absorb, like you say, which one will absorb it? Maybe not everybody absorbed it. Maybe very few absorbed it. But you're finding that if you go back, you go down into um, the uh, Head Start groups, uh, the children in the different um, educational groups of schools, that you can find somebody who's going to 
look at this and maybe absorb the knowledge, and then that person in time will be able to also share that information, go home, share it with their family, maybe even share it with their friends or each other uh, at school. Yes, and that's the and when as a speaker, um, a motivation speaker, a wellness speaker, whatever, whatever topic you're delivering, you always as a speaker, I've always looked at and uh, keep an eye on the audience. And w- the payoff is when you see the resonance, when right. you see someone was ready to receive that information. Right. And uh, then, you ha- then you know what your evaluation is. Right. <laughs> you right. know you've created what you set out to do, and that was regardless of how many, the numbers are not as important as the resonance of information coming back and saying, this person reflecting, yes, I needed that information. I was ready for that information. Mm -hmm. I received it. Then you know that that has made an impact and that that person then, uh, if they follow up with, and they have a choice, we all have choices every moment of what kind of new habit we're going to form. Mm-hmm. And we have been forming habits from birth, and that's one of the other reason that I, I love working with uh, early ages is because the longer we hold on to habits, the the stronger we have to be in creating a new habit mm-hmm. to replace the old habit, because the old habit will be replaced. I mean, it will come back. It's like a weed. It will return. And they call that environmentally conditioning. What you're doing is environmentally Totally conditioned. conditioned. Yeah, uh, it's environmentally conditioning, audience, for you to learn as a baby, as what you want to learn with your children. Uh, Children learn, like you said, Nancy, they want to absorb. They will absorb. And if you look at them and you're talking to them about something that touches them, they have skin, they have eyes, they eat, they brush their teeth, they have habits and hygiene habits more. And they're ready to absorb at those young ages and learn as much as they can because it makes them feel bigger, makes them feel important because well, they're it's, adding... It's uh, reinforcing. Yeah. All of us want to be productive, and that's a form of being productive. Now, the one thing Learning. I found out, Nancy, is um, one time I had a pediatric uh, nurse tell me they never have been, and this is why I brought it up earlier, uh, sending home information yet from the moment the baby's born. They get all these in- sack of information and folders and fol- pamphlets, but she said she's never seen anything on t- uh, education for the skin with the families with a newborn baby. And uh, so starting out at five is very important, so at least the five-year-old on up has a habit. Now, as we all know, a person who gets melanoma, there was something that happened years prior. Melanoma just doesn't happen overnight. No, and that's one of the reasons why we're also, I'm, I'm working so hard this month because we're all facing summertime, and that means increased sun, and that means increased dehydration, and that means increased risk and of, um, you know, of of uh, everything. It's Here just, in the United uh, States, we have our summer happening. Now uh, in Australia is number one in, in melanoma mm-hmm. and uh, critical life death. Um, then over in uh, countries like Argentina, 
theirs is, I mean, they, they, so they have a, a regulation that people cannot be outside in the direct sun because of the ozone problem. Mm. And uh, so those are those critical things. We have our country is running around with a lot of distractions going on because of the economic climate, and that will distract people from taking better care of their health because their minds are on other issues, other distractions. But here in the United States, we're having summer coming, yes. and uh, we need to consider um, uh, what are some of the things that people need to do? Did you learn? Uh, have you something to teach them? And we're going to uh, be leaving in a minute, coming back after our sponsor. But tell us some of the things that you're teaching parents uh, or reminding them, let's say. We're reminding parents um, that this is the time to protect, uh, protect skin. For children, and there's a really nice little pamphlet that I give out. It's from the American Cancer Society, and it's a, a slip, slip on a shirt, protect your skin with clothing, slop, slop on a sunscreen, and very, it's a sun protection factor with um, that we have some, you know, there's some controversy about it, but at this point that's still recommended by the dermatologist. Slap on a hat. Wear a hat with a wide brim. Make it fun. You know, that's one of the main things is it's it not like a task that you have to do. Uh, have it be something that they, they start a kind of like a mantra, slip, slop, slap. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, uh, and then the other thing that at the pri- top of the priority list is water drinking and getting that, getting a special glass or a special cup, something that they can um, really treasure. And when they see it, that special glass or cup, it's going to remind them. So they're going to associate it with something fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so many folks, um, and we really have to work a lot with parents, just think fluid is fluid is fluid. You know, teas, coffees, juice, etc. Uh, and I'm not eat water. <laughs> water is the most. Uh, people are saying, "Well, I've been told through my life, as long as there's something with water in it." And I've said, "No, no, no, no. You need to have all by itself. The about eight glasses cups. We whatever you want to take water a day, and that's got to be from the moment you're up to the moment you're gone to bed." Well, when you've been in, you've been in kind of like a fasting position through the night. So, uh, yes, it should be, hopefully would be generated uh, as a new habit for getting the day started, getting the body started, giving the, you know, rehydrating and preparing for the day. Okay, we're going to take a moment from our sponsor and we'll come back and we're going to go over that list that you had for them to be Mm -hmm. considering. Okay, and I would like to reinforce our, uh, the mission of uh, Save a Child's Life and talk just a little bit more about the foundation. Okay, uh, we'll listen to our sponsor, uh, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the natural method of moisturizing the eye because the eyes do get dry, the air is dry. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Coleman today and we're discussing um, melanoma and the season uh, the summer seasons coming in the United States but I have to I've been told a lot of people from Australia are listening please listen very closely to the education that we're offering and uh, it could save a life or you could save someone else's life Nancy before we uh, go into the foundation you had that list of things you said a day uh, that people could get wear protective clothing um, then you mentioned the fact of putting a sunscreen on and uh, some of the other things. Uh, the one thing uh, I've learned in my research is if a person takes a shower or a bath that day, put the sunscreen on after the, the, before you dry too uh, much uh, with the towel. In other words, when you're still damp, put the sunscreen on when you're still damp and make a habit of it every day so that when you've had your shower or your bath, you're damp. You mentioned the hat. Uh, I also need to add sunglasses. To oh, yes. The, yes. To protect that the was eyes. The, exactly. That was the next thing. Yeah, and uh, because what we're finding is sunglasses aren't just fashionable. They're no end of choices, but we're finding that their melanoma the eye is becoming too common. Uh, then you mentioned um, um, uh, some other things. Uh, but I would also say proper nutrition is very important. If you're eating too, way too much sugar, uh, sugar is a dehydrator, and sugar is also dries you out. Uh, it'll cause, and you think it's causing stress, it causes you to have a drier skin and uh, more problems of your health. Um, then you mentioned uh, the water. And, of course, we all know there's only one way to fight a problem and to try to battle uh, your health for your health's sake is drinking a lot of just plain water. And the other thing, Nancy, before we go on, is I will tell the listeners all over the world, is put a, take a jug of water every day and slice a lime, lemon, orange, and put uh, uh, some ice in, uh, slices of your lemon, lime, or orange, and then more ice and same, and put in the refrigerator or out on the counter a place where people can go and, and pour into their glass a most delicious, citrus-smelling taste there is in the world. They could even take it and put it in a, a containers to take with them for the day. So there's ways to do this, to get people thinking about enjoying water. In fact, I never entertain anymore without having that water sitting there. And I find that people are drinking more of that water that I provide that service with than the sodas, the juices, and even wine. I've noticed it when people will have a glass of wine, but they're right to the water. Uh, Nancy, tell us about the Save a Child's Life Foundation okay. and <clears throat> the Melanoma Mondays, uh, what happened with the proclamation in, in uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. And the proclamation um, was there, that was through the county commissioners, and it's just a very, very uh, supportive thing to do and recognizing that there is a problem and that there is a focus on prevention. Mm -hmm. So that was, um, that was very nice. Our Save a Child's nice. Life Foundation, I want to say what our mission is, and I want to just kind of then give a little bit about who is at risk and what can you do about it. Um, our mission is 
to support research to provide education, information, and increase, increase the awareness of the prevention of childhood melanoma, often called pediatric melanoma, but I like to use the word childhood because I just think that's uh, more, uh, people resonate eat more easily with that word. Um, so that's actually the broad mission, and then the way we do it is uh, one of the techniques I've shared is through the preschool outreach program. Another is just through general community awareness, having community um, meetings with the information about it. Um, just melanoma on the rise, one in five Americans will develop skin cancer during their lifetime. In Oregon, the reported rate of that form of cancer was 23% higher, and that was in 2003. It takes a while for statistics to keep up. Now, let's that interrupt for a, a second, because around the world they're probably wondering, because they've heard of Oregon and the trees yes, and the moisture. Yes, I know. It's all, that is one of the biggest surprises, that Oregon is one of the, um, I think we're, um, well, 23% is quite Is that because there's so many fair-skinned people living in Oregon? I read that. I, it was not, I have not read research that, deal, that truly uh, had I, I dove in, down. Nancy, at the time that came out, uh, a little surprised too, and yes. uh, found that it's a lot of it because a lot of fair-skinned people living in, in Oregon. And I think also it's where, um, I just assume, that is where Oregon is placed. In the in the world, per capita, um, it has to do with placement, and I'm sure it has mm -hmm. to do with um, you know a lot of other statistical information. But the reality is one that we just need to be aware of. Um, now, the one thing I might mention to our audience years ago, um, um, I'm Nancy, along with myself, I'm the founder of Save a Child's Life Foundation many years ago. And when I started Save a Child's Life, uh, thinking about melanoma, people were a little surprised. Why did I choose that? Right. And years ago, audience all over the world, listen, I learned that dry air is causing all, a lot of these symptoms that are happening. It's just like you learned from the National Academy of Science recently that dry air causes flu. Dry air causes dry eyes. Uh, dry air causes a lot of problems. Now you're going to wonder, well, I live here and it's got a lot of humidity. Well, too much humidity is also causing a severe detoxification of the body. And when you're born, I learned when my studies, my dedication to this, millions of dollars invested later into the world of dehydration and dry air, is that the moment you were born, there are no two eyes alike, no two skins on the complexion alike, no two fingerprints alike, and more. So I found and Nancy's been with me for that long, I proved without a doubt that this air we're all living in, all over the world, all over the planet, is causing us each to have an individuality of a dehydration process. De dry air causing us to deplete our moisture individually. To me, I found, and Nancy knows this, that the number one death threat in time is going to be, in time, melanoma over all the problems we have on this earth because we hadn't taken it serious. It's like we didn't take drinking water serious. We didn't take a bath as a detoxifier and the shower rinses you. There's certain foods you should be eating. Stay away from as much sugar as you humanly can. 
Uh, I'm not going to do anything to harm the pastries and the, the chocolate company. I don't want to do that. But you can splurge once in a while, but don't make it a habit. Your sodas, stay away from anything sugar. Get into drinking the waters with the citrus. Nancy, on the save, with the Save a Child, when the commissioners of Grants Pass, and I had tears in my eyes when you did this because you are the one that did this with them, what did that mean the proclamation was granted by the commissioners in Grants Pass, Oregon? Well, what a proclamation means is that there's, um, there's some awareness of the severity of the seriousness. It's a proclamation. So you received a certificate saying that this is a proclamation that the county is taking it, the Josephine County Grants Pass area is taking it serious, that Save a Child's Life Foundation has a serious um, cause that and children need better education about melanoma. Right. Okay. And I, I wanted to follow up on the, your comment about being born. At the moment we're born, we start creating our quality of life. So whatever our quality of life and longevity is, we started creating that at birth. And uh, we can always change, and I, I encourage change at whatever age one might be. Yes. However, I do want us to at the same time look at and think about that uh, idea we as parents and having young children that they right now and every day we have the opportunity to create a new habit. That means we have an opportunity to rid ourselves of any bad habits that we, and by bad I mean anything that's not working for us. Well, let's, I'm if gonna, it's I'm not working be, for I'm us, I'm going to be a little work. insulting on the word. I love the word bad habits. We all have our moments of bad habits. But I'm going to say, number one, not drinking a number of water and bragging about it. That's a bad habit. Number two, bragging about not eating correctly uh, and knowing there's certain things you should be eating. And then the number three, sugar, uh, not too much sugar uh, because it's a severe dehydrator. And, uh, and we must bad habits there that we've got to change. And we must throw in exercise. Any exercise? Exercise is absolutely um, one of, when you're creating quality of life, that is right up there as one of the most important. Um, oh, and the other one we've had uh, guests on that are there were experts on uh, getting good rest, sleep, sleep, uh, learning how sleep. to the sleep restoration at night. of life. Yes. Oh, another one: how to breathe. Uh, I was talking yes. to so many people, and this person had a very serious um, um, warning that he had gained enough weight and he had a lot of serious cardiovascular. And they found he didn't know how to breathe. And I've been there too, Nancy. Um, we've talked about it. Breathing is the most difficult thing for anything on earth, everyone on earth, is to learn how to breathe. Well, so we our become... skin has to have breath. But what about breathing habits? And, you know, uh, audience, this is the truth. You're no different than the organism of the earth, you, the earth you're living with. You've got to breathe. And when you're going to the ocean and you're standing on the edge of the ocean and you watch that tide, the ocean, go out, that goes out and it's pulling the breath in and then it lets the breath out by coming back. And we have to learn to breathe in heavy and let it come out. So audience, 
There's some things there that your skin has to have. You've got to learn to detoxify. Nancy, do you have anything to tell us that you'd like to close us with? We've got about two more minutes. Well, I would like to uh, close it on the good news. The good news is that melanoma is very treatable in children and teens or in, in adults if it's detected early. And that's one of the other, that's the other major message. I do have risk factors, and I have what can we do about it. I don't know if I have enough time to get through those, but I can give it a try. Um, or what kind of time do we have, Sharon? About a minute. A minute. Okay, I'll talk fast. The following risk factors could increase your chance of developing malignant melanoma. More than 50 ordinary moles on your body, fair skin that burns or freckles easily, a family history of melanoma, a less serious skin cancer history such as basal cell or squamous cell carcinoma, a weakened immune system, which is, there's a large, uh, we have a large problem with that, chronically dehydrated or dry skin, a severe blistering sunburn, at least one as a child or teenager or as an adult, puts you at risk for melanoma later in life. Now, Nancy, can they go to the www.saveachildslife.org and learn? Is this posted on there? It is posted, and we also have some uh, information on prevention, education. Now, did you, did you decide to put glass of water at the top of the list? At, when I get to what can I do about it? Yeah. Okay. Malignant melanoma can be prevented by, and, but the last, uh, who is at risk, UV ultraviolet radiation exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, experts believe that the current worldwide increase in melanoma is related to the amount of time people spend in the sun. Um, UV radiation from artificial sources such as sun lamps and tanning booths also increase the risk and, uh, as you said, the dryness in our environment. What can you do? Drink enough water, which keeps, uh, helps keep eyes and skin moist and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, avoid exposure to the midday sun, 10 to 4. Um, if 10 you to can't four. do that, then use the, the things that we've talked about, the covering up, um, the eye shades. And also when wearing sunglasses, be sure they have UV-absorbing lenses. The label should say that the lens blocks at least 99% of UVA and UVE radiation. That was an so when, important one. So when you're buying okay, your sunglasses, you be sure... The other one I would say too, Nancy, is put on every day the sunscreen uh, after shower, after bath, so the body is still moist. Make a habit of it with the, with the routine of the hygiene of the, of the shower at the time. Well, I'm sorry we're out of time, but I want to thank you, Nancy, to the the world listening. Uh, And by the way, Nancy, we're now on iTunes. We're with uh, World Talk Radio, uh, Green Talk, and iTunes now, uh, which is very exciting. I want to thank World Talk Radio for making that possible. Uh, But you are a very special person in my life and to so many people's lives, Nancy, what you're doing and to oh, many you. other things besides. But you took Save a Child's Life Foundation and you took it serious. Um, it sounds like you've got the Chamber of Commerce behind it, the YMCA behind it, the Shriners behind it, thanks to you and your husband, Wally um, Coleman. Well, you two have a special day. Thank you very thank much. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for what you're doing for children of the earth. You're very welcome. It's okay. a pleasure. Thank you, you Have Sharon. a wonderful day. Thank you, Bye-bye. Nancy. Bye.
Nancy is one of the people in the United States of America uh, out there that uh, just cares about life, and she's been giving her whole life to what's best for all. She is a wonderful member of this environment. And now it's an exciting 2009, be environmentally, uh, with an environmental lifestyle to be chic. Be chic with it. You choose an environmental lifestyle for your health, and you'd be shocked how that's paying it forward. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, a method for applying for dry eyes. By the way, dry eyes can cause melanoma. So, and dry eyes causes your sight for deprivation and also the allergies and many things that are happening. You can have blurry eyes. You can have burning, itching eyes. You can have a cold, take a pharmaceutical, have dry eyes. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the only all-natural method of applying moisture replacement supplement to the dry eye. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Mitch Rothroots from Washington, D.C. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Mitch, are you with us? Uh, yes, Sharon, I am. I thank you for joining us again. No problem. Thank you for inviting me. I would tell our audience worldwide, and by the way, we're with Mitch, we're with World Talk Radio, um, Green Talk, and now iTunes. Uh, they can tr- uh, listen to us on their iPods. Um, G- Mitch is the chief of staff of the American Pharmacists Association, and I, I remember if you, ha- you have 55,000 members in the Pharmacists Association. Uh, actually, 62,000. 62,000. Glad you corrected me. You know, Mitch, I need to tell the audience all over the world something that you, um, I think you'll enjoy. And I've been in research for over 30 years. As long as I can remember, I've been on medical boards and doing research and more. Pharmacists are the least understood. Um, I have to tell you, Mitch, an audience. The pharmacist is your whole part, uh, is your complete part of your packages, package. You can have all of these other professionals, your doctors and your nurses and all the other, but without the pharmacist knowing what they know. And remember, the pharmacist knows things that those others don't know. They know what you're taking. They know how to teach you how to take it. They have different prescriptions. They understand the chemistry. They know how to teach you about how to con- concern yourself with taking the medication properly or if you're having a signal of a symptom that might be an allergic reaction. So take that pharmacist serious. Don't just walk up and uh, think of them as a member of a store that doesn't know what they're doing. They are the most important member of the store with that word, word drugstore sign above it. Without that pharmacist, there would be no medical advice in that store. Mitch, tell us a little bit about what you wanted to discuss with us today about immunization and what the role of that is. Uh, yes, Sharon. Uh, what, what you had asked me to discuss with your audience today was the role of pharmacists in immunizations and health and wellness activities. Exactly. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Um, pharmacists in, currently in 49 uh, states have the authority to actually administer vaccines. And uh, one of the uh, policies that the association took uh, many years ago was that we called on pharmacists to take one of three roles in the area of immunizations. Uh, at a minimum, uh, serve as an educator of the public, be a resource. Now, before we go too much farther, Mitch, because we're talking to the world, but here in the United States, you have how many states that are uh, uh, providing an immunization? There are currently 49 states uh, okay. that allow pharmacists to provide immunizations. And now, uh, and, and which state is not? Uh, right now, Maine is Maine. the uh, Okay, Maine so state. if a person walks into the pharmacist at that location, uh, they would ask them, uh, do you provide um, immunization shots? Uh, and How do they find out if they do? Uh, well, the pharmacists who are doing immunization services uh, advertise it to their patients that it's available mm-hmm. um, or will ask questions uh, of the patients about their immunization status. Or go to the website, look up that uh, uh, drugstore chain or whichever pharmacy location and see if they do if, or call them up. Or, or actually when they go into the, the pharmacy, they, they'll see signs. Or the there'll be signs too. Uh, somebody on the pharmacy staff will ask them um, questions regarding Now, is that becoming common along with these in-and-out clinics that a lot of the drugstores are doing now? They're having these special clinics. Is that something along with that? Well, the, the in-store clinics are separate from the pharmacy department. Okay, I see. Okay, thank it, you. It's pharmacy. So, But in, in the 49 states, we currently have over 60,000 pharmacists who have gone through an extensive uh, training program, a 20 continuing education hour training program uh, on education across the lifespan on immunizations. Mm-hmm. It was the association's belief that we wanted healthcare professionals who could serve as a resource for the public health departments mm-hmm. and the public health infra- infrastructure to help patients understand the intricacies of the immunization schedules mm-hmm. and to be a resource for the public. So when I was talking earlier about the association taking a position to encourage pharmacists' involvement in the immunization public health care team, mm-hmm. because pharmacists aren't just doing this in isolation. They're part of the public health community team within mm-hmm. their area. So they're working with physicians, they're working with nurses, they're working with public health officials to increase access and immunization rates within their communities. Now, something I'm going to ask you, and I'll go back onto that, because we, we want to get on to the viruses that have been going on for so long and getting more year-round than, than just a seasonal. Uh, are you, as the Pharmacist Association, behind a lot of education with the communities on um, other approaches to the uh, eco-environment? I, I always think of eco-environment as health consciousness. Uh, certain things do they go in and teach them about their eyes and health and nutrition and skin for melanoma, do they do other things other than, uh, of course, immunization would be just one of the things they do on top of everything else, or do they, is it, do they have a specialty that they do and stick to that? Well, each, each practice, depending upon the needs of their community, adopt their practice to, to their community and their patient base. Uh-huh. Um, so, so this is not pharma- across the country. Um, every community pharmacist group decides which, which their specialty would be. Well, each, each practice. Uh, individually okay. um, determines what area. Now, they provide a global service, but if they're going to focus on a specific patient care area, it could be smoking sensation, it could be diabetes, it could be uh, nutrition, it could be public health and immunizations. It, it, it varies by the, um, the focus of that, that practice and the needs of their community. 
And then I would hope also the uh, fact that these kids are taking all of these um, uh, varieties of, of illegal drugs that are mixing, they're, they're doing all of these varieties. You, you, the pharmacist is the key to a lot of education, Mitch, on teaching these kids and adults, adults to not tampering with their bodies with chemistry. Well, and that we're, we're actively involved in several coalitions mm-hmm. with the, the White House and, and other mm-hmm. um, alliances to um, do education of parents and teenagers mm-hmm. about uh, the importance of appropriate medication use. It's chemistry. It's chemistry. Well, everything you put in your body is chemistry. It's chemistry. It could be a vitamin. Um, now let's talk about uh, what's been out there all over the world is the H1N1, but we call it the swine flu. Uh, tell us what you know about that. Uh, well, the latest on that is uh, that there are currently uh, tr- about 2,600, 2,618 laboratory-confirmed human infections as of the report today, and it's um, been reported um, in 43 states in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, any flu-related death is tragic. What is the symptom of that? And let's uh, what is the symptom of that flu? Uh, what is, the, uh, is it different than another flu, or what are the symptoms? It, it's no different than the, se- the seasonal flu uh, that people would, would get. You know, one of the things that your, your listeners need to be aware, you know, you know sadly about 36,000 people in the United States die from flu, flu-associated causes in the now, U.S. Now, isn't Mitch, a lot of people were shocked when they heard about that. Well, uh, that's, we've been all, you know, the public health community has been trying to get a message across to the public every flu season, the importance of getting, uh, up, being up to date on your vaccinations. Because every year the strains of the influenza virus shift and change. Let's say everybody in the whole United States, uh, and of course that's a little exaggeration, but let's say it becomes um, important to do an environmental lifestyle to be considering and then have your immunization. What, do you, is there enough for everybody to have it? Well, that's one thing that the government is working on, um, with look, trying to come up with enough uh, supply to uh, meet what they call a universal um, immunization, which means that everybody uh, who wants to get vaccinated should get vaccinated. Now, they uh, what, did this with other um, – it's kind of fascinating. Let's get into this a little bit. They, they've done it with other issues in the many, many years past of, of um, environmental problems. Let's, I call it the health is environmental. Uh, ecosystem. But let's say through the years it was different. Uh, there was measles and chickenpox and mumps and, and polio and we could go on and on and on. But maybe the immune system has been so, it has no protection. And, and you know, I'll tell you first, Mitch, did you read about, um, you've read about dry air causing flu. Did you read that article from Associated Press from the National Health Organization? No, I'm, I'm not. Okay, well, it's, um, it came out and uh, they said uh, with a, 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 a huge Associated Press coverage that uh, National Academy of Science, that reports had proven that dry air is causing flu. And Mitch, that was my research all these years. And I called them up and I said, I've been saying that to the world forever, that if you're not drinking enough water, and Mitch, that's the other thing, we're not, did you notice in all these things they're saying, wash your hands, cover your mouth, and all these things you need to do, they're not saying, Mitch, and I've been wanting to call up everybody in the White House and all over the world, and I've got you here today, Mitch. <laughs> Where's the water, everybody? <laughs> well, I mean, it's all part Mitch, of, of Mitch good is not health. even on the nutrition chart. Did you right. know I mean, our national nutrition, nutrition chart does not have one glass of water? 
Well, and, and you know, it's, it's, you know, that's part of, of good health. I mean, I think that the message that the, the public needs to keep in mind is that rest, appropriate nutrition, drinking enough water helps keep your kidneys flushed and keep your system flushed. You know, most people, they don't have a problem handling the, the waters you know, that they drink. Uh, some patients do who have kidney problems. You have to be careful of that. But majority of the patients need to be, you know, keep hydrated. All that comes together. It's not just one element that. Oh no, no, no! But you've got to have. You know, right. that's why I got into this multi-millions later um, issue uh, invested here. Is without you've got to have a water package. In other words, you add, uh, there's got to be a water added to everything as an add-on you're doing to detoxify and, like you said, flush. Um, now, what are the other symptoms? Um, I mean, let's start out with symptoms. Uh, they're getting, are they getting um, an upset stomach? Are they aching? What is the symptom? The majority of them are going to be like your, your flu-like symptoms, which are going to be your, your, your fever, your achiness, you know, cough, sneezing, those type of, of symptoms. Mm-hmm. One of the things that people need to also keep in mind is that this is also allergy season. Okay, so we don't want to put a fear in the public that if you, if you have a sneezing, you know, coughing that you, you have the H1N1, okay? If you've got a fever, if you've got achiness, um, if you have been exposed to somebody who, who has been in an area where they may have um, been in contact, those are symptoms that they may want to go and get but checked I, but, out. But Mitch, I've got to ask you here, and I know the listeners are probably wondering too, well, anybody who's had the flu, that's normal, but how do you know the difference between the swine flu I'm just going to call it because that's the one the media publicized the most. Um, how do you know the difference between them? Well, the only way to tell the difference is, is a laboratory test. Okay. okay. But but right now, I mean, we've peaked it's typically uh, the, the influenza season, regular seasonal influenza, peaks in February. That's a typical trend the way it goes. Okay. okay so we're at, for the seasonal, we're at the, the back end. One of the best ways the public can protect themselves and help differentiate is getting the influenza vaccine every year, okay, because that takes now, care of Now, have you ever priority. found anybody allergic to that uh, immunization? Well, not what there, because it's made in, in, in chickens, there's a potential somebody has an egg allergy. Okay. okay that, that, but that's part of the screening process that somebody okay. goes through, okay? okay. Um, but if somebody has that problem, there are antiviral um, drugs. Other ones that can be taken if somebody um, has been exposed or thinks mm-hmm. they're coming down with it. There, okay. There's things available from that perspective. But, again, we don't want to misuse those medications no. because, like with antibiotics, if people misuse them, then you can get a drug-resistant strain yes. of either the virus in this case, or with antibiotics, is with bacteria. Yeah, we uh, mentioned something, and we don't have too much more time, and I'd like to do this one again when you find that moment again, Mitch. But there's something else I'd like to add, and maybe you can correct me or not, but change your bedding once a week. A lot of people don't every week, and then don't use the same towels and the wash rags in the house as everyone else. Please don't use each other's toothbrush. Things to be common sense. Yeah, there's Um, there's a lot of good hygiene um, things yeah. that, that people need to follow. For example, you know, when they, they, they cough or sneeze, cover their, their nose and mouth with a tissue. Or, like we try to, to, um, to train kids to do, is, is cough in your elbow. 
Exactly. I was going to okay. say. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then don't wipe your elbow. Yeah. With your hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, but those are things, and and also, appropriately washing your hands with soap and water, and in some cases, alcohol-based cleaners well, can also work. Well, I am work. so sorry, we're out of time, but uh, we're going to say to our audience with Mitch and his dedication as chief of staff with the American Pharmacists Association is go to www.pharmacist.com and learn more about their dedication to your health. Mitch, I want to thank you for being with us. Thanks for the invitation. And we can do this again sometime. I'd like to have you on for the 40 minutes because there's so much to discuss to remind the world about what's going on with the viruses. Sure. You have a nice day. You too. Thank you. Take care. There's a lot to learn about what's going on in the environment of our climate. And as the air is dry and as the National Academy of Science said, uh, moisture in the air can fight the flu and dry air causes flu. So what happens here with your thinking, with melanoma, and your lifestyle? Be chic. Choose an environmental lifestyle. Take care of yourself. I want to thank you for listening today. Earth has a secret. Embrace your life every single moment. Earth is whispering, never say goodbye. Leave your footprint. That means you care about what you're leaving. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.